Welcome to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Tony Conley. We've got a great guest as we talk every week. We want to talk about business and the media and how the media could be better in the way we cover it. We've got a great guest today, someone who I've known for a long time. Bill Morey is the owner of Meridian Sun Golf Course in Hazlitt, Michigan. He's had a hand in golf for a long, long time. We're going to get into that in a bit here. Bill, how are you? I'm terrific, Tony. Thanks for having me on. All right. So, Bill, I had been up at Ferris State College. This was a long time ago, 30 years ago. And one of my good friends was in the professional golf management program there. So I learned a little bit about golf there. But because of the fraternity I was in and all the DJing I was doing, Bill, the grade point wasn't that good. And I realized I needed to get out of that environment. So I ended up going to Lansing Community College and then Michigan State. And when I was at both those places, I had to put my way through school. And one of those ways was working at Walnut Hills Country Club, as you know. That's kind of where we met. And I was working in the stag room. And one of the first memories I have of you is I see this guy out here who's pretty slender and he's not a tall guy. And he's hitting a ball 300 yards straight down the fairway. Who is that guy? That's what I remember about first seeing you. Take us back to the end of your high school career and bring us up to date what golf has done in your life and the road you've traveled to get where you are now. Golf has done a lot for me, Tony, over the years. I started playing golf when I was in middle school. And like many kids, I was given a book by my dad or given a few tips here or there from my dad and said, hey, go play golf and see how you do well. At the time, I was playing baseball and basketball, and those were my first loves. But, you know, golf kind of grew on me. And it was a great chance to spend time with my dad. And the more I played, the more it became the sport I wanted to pursue. So instead of playing baseball and basketball throughout the summer months, I just turned to playing golf every day and rode my bike to the course with my clubs on my back and played 36 to 54 holes a day and just fell in love with the game. So from there, I played high school golf and college golf and wound up in the professional golf management program at Ferris State. So I went to college thinking I was going to go into medical school and become a physical (laughs) therapist. And then I went into psychology and you know I just couldn't get golf off my brain. So I ended up transferring to Ferris State and graduated there went to work for a fellow by the name of Lynn Jansen, who's obviously one of the greatest players in Michigan golf history. And uh, he really kind of taught me an awful lot about the business as well as how to play the game at a high level. And that's really kind of brought me to where I am now. Bill, you had a pretty successful run as an amateur golfer. Talk a little bit about that experience. Well, you know, primarily my success in amateur golf was at the college level. I had a good high school career, but, you know, had a good successful career at Ferris State and had a chance to play in a number of state championship level events. And once I graduated from Ferris, I turned professional and really turned my thinking to professional golf, became a PGA member and really focused more on professional tournaments after that. So, and I'd say, the bulk of my success probably was after I turned professional. You know, I was fortunate to be able to play in some tour events and play with the big boys, as I say, and probably most recently 
was able to play in the senior U.S. Open Championship and play with the likes of Bernhard Langer and Chipback and players like that, which was a thrill for me to play with players that I had watched win Masters Championships and PGA Tour events and win all over the world. So that was a thrill. And my son was on the bag for those tournaments. And so it was fun to have him along with me as I did those things. So it's been a lot of fun. And throughout my work career, you know, I've met many other great professionals that have kind of helped me along the way as well and taught me the ropes and helped me with my game. And that's what golf's all about, really. It's a great networking sport. It's a great way to get to know other people. And, you know, I don't think I've ever met someone in the game of golf that I didn't like. When we come back, we're going to talk with Bill Morey a little bit more about the emotions of golf and why golf is such an important element of business. I'm Tony Conley. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. We do office and have been exceeding our customers' expectations since 1984. DBI is celebrating its 30th anniversary as a premier office supply and furniture dealer in mid-Michigan. DBI offers more products and services than any other office supply and furniture dealer in mid-Michigan. Find out what DBI can do for your office at dbiyes.com. You are listening to the Michigan Business Network. This is Media Business. I'm Tony Conley. We're talking with Bill Morey, who is the owner of Meridian Sun Golf Club in Hazlitt, Michigan. Bill, you got to play in some pretty big tournaments at some pretty prestigious courses. Give us a taste of the emotions of what it's like to not only play on there, to feel that pressure, to be around those big names. Give us a little taste of that. Maybe we can garner some of that flavor. Well, you know, it's exciting to do that. And obviously, there's a lot of nerves that come with it. And I'd have to say when you stand on the first tee of a PGA Tour event or a USGA event with the crowds around you, I think, you know, you have a lot of nerves and you feel a lot of different emotions and anxieties when you get to the tee. But I think it's like before you play a big basketball game, there's a lot of nerves until that ball gets tipped off. And then all of a sudden, the adrenaline turns from nervousness to, I think, excitement for playing. And so I'd say once I got off that first tee and once I got going, the nerves kind of went away, but the excitement didn't. So I think the most important thing in those cases is just being able to control that excitement. And, you know, I watch that in all my students now. And when I coached high school golf, you watch it in your players and getting them to embrace that excitement and not let it overcome them is really what's important and how to use that energy in a positive way rather than have it get you in trouble by being overly excited and letting that affect your decision making. So, But it's a thrill to play with those guys and it's a thrill to play in a big event like that. And so there are things that you'll never forget. I'll never forget playing in those. So it was a lot of fun. 
Bill, when you're in those tournaments, when you're playing in big moments, when you got to have that shot and that muscle memory has to be perfect, how do you cast out those doubts? How do you cast out those emotions so you can move forward? Well, I think you have to accept them first. I think sometimes, you know, when I first played in some big events, I used to try to act like I needed to just forget about them and try to eliminate them. But no matter how hard you try to forget them, they're still there, right? You can't just tell yourself to forget them. So it's really, how do you use that and have it help you make a better shot? So through over the years, I think I learned how to do that better and not be afraid of those moments, not be afraid of those doubts and just kind of saying, okay, I've got to step up here and hit my best shot no matter what happens. And think through the shots and go through the routine that got you to that point in the first place. You know, I saw Johnny Miller had one of the greatest lines. He says, you know, everybody chokes if they get to a level that allows them to choke, right? So if you never put yourself in that situation, you're never going to have that ability to choke and everybody's going to choke to some degree. It's just, you just have to kind of keep it at bay the best you can. And so I think just embracing the moment and not being overly excited when it happens. Bill, it never ceased to amaze me during my time, not only working at Walnut Hills Country Club, but also working in the media, how important the game of golf is to business, getting things done in business, creating those relationships, creating trust, creating those deals. How did all that start? You could take a client or someone you want to do business with to a baseball game or basketball game or out to dinner. It's not the same. What is it about golf that gets deals done and creates that trust and relationships? Well, I think the big thing about the game of golf is it's self-policing, right? So you call your own penalties, you're responsible for your own score, and there's a certain amount of integrity that goes with the game where there are no referees out there calling fouls and calling penalties. So you have to do that yourself. So I think it tells people, you know, when you're playing with a prospective client or maybe a future employee, I think you see the good, the bad and the ugly that can happen on a golf course and how people, what their emotions are and how they handle themselves in good situations and bad. So I think golf has become a game where you can really get to know somebody at a different level because you're out there with them for two to four hours, depending on how many holes you're playing. And you can really see how they handle certain stressful situations on a course. Walnut Hills Country Club was a place that helped me put myself through school. The people there were amazing. A lot of those members took care of me working in that stag bar. Talk a little bit about Walnut Hills and what happened to it. Why did it die? Well, what a fabulous place. You know, I spent 20 years of my life there, over 20 years, really, because I went back for a few in the early 2000s. But it's an amazing place and wonderful membership. And, you know, hopefully, you know, it'll stay in people's memories for a long time, even though it no longer exists as a club. And I know it meant what a lot hap- to you What happened too. to it? Why did it fail? Well, I think it just was the situation of the economy, maybe getting a little bit too much in debt, where... Yeah, I think in the club world, a lot of things get done with assessments and capital assessments. And I think, you know, because everyone's trying to be the best they can be and spending money on clubhouse renovations and golf course renovations and irrigation system renovations, a lot of times that gets pushed off to the future and assessments are ongoing. 
And I think they got into that just a little bit too heavy. And then the economy changed and the banks got nervous. And, you know, that's what really kind of started the ball rolling in the wrong direction. Walnut Hills Country Club was located in East Lansing. We'll talk a little bit more about that, but we're going to get into Meridian Sun and Hazlitt and talk more about golf and business. This is Media Business. I'm Tony Conley, and this is the Michigan Business Network. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. Welcome back to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. We're talking with Bill Morey, who is the owner of Meridian Sun Golf Club in Hazlitt, Michigan. Bill, one other thing I learned about golf, which I took into the world with me, I'll never forget. I spent a lot of time around Judd Heathcote, who, of course, was the former basketball coach at Michigan State University. And I remember having conversations with him because he had this thing that I asked him about. He would have a Heineken and then he would drink a near beer, a non-alcoholic beer. And then he would have another Heineken and then he would have another near beer and then he would drink water. And I asked him, why do you do that? And he goes, well, Tony, it's pretty simple. I've got a pretty good life and I'm not going to do anything to put that in jeopardy. I've got a pretty good career. And that has stuck with me to this day. Another golf lesson, but something you could take for and move forward with. Well, I think that's a good lesson. I think we all have to think about what we have. And certainly our families and our lives are very precious to us and our lifestyles. But, you know, we represent a lot of things in our businesses, right? If you work for somebody or you work for yourself, your brand and your image is really, really important. And, you know, if you're a coach at Michigan State, that's a big brand, right? And uh, Michigan State is a big brand. And so you have to do things in a way that would never tarnish your personal brand, but also the brands of those that are affected by you. And I think that's really critical in business across the board. So something else I learned from you, Bill, and I learned from golf is towards the end of my education, when I was kind of wrapping up, trying to finish up at Michigan State, I owned a DJ business. And one of my first customers was you at Meridian Sun. And so we would DJ happy hours out there. We would do some weddings and some other golf outings. And I remember when you bought Meridian, there were people getting in your ear because I heard it, well, you know, you got to fix this clubhouse up. It could be better. It could be nicer, whatever. And I'll never forget you saying, well, first thing we're going to do is we're going to make some changes to the course. We're going to make the course better. We're going to make the golf course the star. And then we'll do that other stuff. That always stayed with me. I found that interesting as a business person, figuring out what you needed to do first to make your business better. Well, I think in our industry, the golf course is the main event, right? And so the restaurant, the bar areas, some of the other things that are part of the golf course are nice to have, but they're not the most important thing to have. So the conditions of the golf course had to get better here for sure. And, you know, the reputation had to be improved and upgraded. 
And so it took a long time to do that. But I think we never really, you know, veered off from our purpose of trying to make the golf experience and the golf course the best it could be. And we know we're never going to be, you know, an elite level golf course. We're not, you know, competitor of the high end courses, but we want to be the best we can be in our market and for our customers. So I think we know who our customers are and we try to make their experience the absolute best we can make it. And we try to create more and gain more customers like that rather than going after customers that we know are customers for Eagle Eye or the Country Club of Lansing or Mm -hmm. some other high-end facility. That's not our customer, although some of our customers play both. They play our place and they play, you know, those others. But we know that's not where our edge is in the market. You know, we want to be a comfortable, casual, friendly place for people to enjoy the game. And we know we're going to have players of every level from the beginner up to the scratch player and everything in between. And we think every golfer is precious and we do our best to make sure everyone has a great time. Bill, as you know, the PGA has a competitor now. And I found the conversation talking about the PGA and golfers who are leaving to go other places. And golfers are a little bit different because they don't have contracts with their league or with a team. They may have some contracts with folks who are sponsors. What's your take on what we're seeing in professional golf now? Well, you know, I think it was probably inevitable that something like this was going to come down the road. Don't think it's great for the game. I don't think it's certainly not great for the tour, but it's great for those guys that are making that kind of money, right? So if you can sign a contract and make those kinds of dollars that, you know, you can't fault somebody for trying to make a living, right? We all have done what we have to do to make our lives work and to pay the bills and If that's what some of those guys feel is necessary for them, you know, I frankly don't have a lot of respect for what's happening there, but, you know, everybody has to make their own choices. So I think it's unfortunate that we've got that kind of thing going on right now. All right. Final question for you, Bill. What's your take on how the media covers golf and what can we do to be better? Well, I think for the most part, the media does a pretty good job with covering golf. I think if one thing I think they could do better is to, I think, to cover more of the golf itself and not get too caught up in their own analysis of the game. So I think sometimes the analysis can go a little bit over the top. And I think they could just let people appreciate the quality of golf they're watching And understand that, hey, everybody's human. Players at the top level are going to make mistakes. And I think the average golfer actually appreciates that sometimes that, hey, I went to watch the Rocket Mortgage Classic. You know, those guys hit a lot of bad shots. They just don't stack them up one after another, right? They hit a bad shot. And then the next one they turn around is an awesome shot. So understanding that, you know, players are going to make mistakes. And I think sometimes the criticism of those players isn't always the best. So, but other than that, I think they do a pretty good job. I'd like to see more golf when I watch a television coverage and hear less talk. Bill Morey is the owner of Meridian Sun Golf Club in Hazlitt, Michigan. They are pros there. They're professionals. They're teaching pros. Bill, if people want more information about Meridian Sun and lessons, where can they go? 
Well, they can go to meridiansungc.com. We have lots of instruction programs and they can learn a lot about what we do and book tea times. They can get do anything they want to do right on from the website or they can give us a call at 339-8281. And that's out of the 517 area code, Bill. Thank you so Correct. much. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tony. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Connolly. We'll see you next time.